Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're listening to this podcast, you're most probably listening through a pair of headphones, which means I have the perfect sponsor with the perfect product for you. It's Studio, and they want to revolutionize the way people see headphones. Generally, fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and the high-tech ones are bulky and not design-orientated. Studio bridge that gap while emphasizing sleek, modern Scandinavian design. To get a 15% discount on any of their wares, go to studiosweden.com, which is spelled S-U-D-I-O Sweden.com, and simply put in the code DTD when purchasing a pair of headphones. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. In an uncertain world, there is always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday, the show where we speak to friends and interesting people to the backdrop of great tunes. Today we speak to Quizmaster Jeff Carter about the world of trivia and pointless information. Jeff, isn't quiz nights just an excuse for people who would see themselves as non-competitive actually to brag and show off in good company? I wouldn't say that. I'd say that, that there's, a, there's a big competitiveness aspect to going to trivia in the first place and competing against other teams. Um, but, but in general, it, the, I would say trivia is competitive in nature. I don't know. But, you, but you know what I've always been struck by? Whenever I go to a quiz night, I always see um, a lot of people, especially women, who, if you're to ask them in, you know, in their outside of their trivia personas, are you competitive? Are you competitive by nature? They'll probably end up saying no. So what is it, do you think, that attracts so many women and those types of people actually to a quiz or a trivia night? Being in groups of friends is a big selling point. Uh, coming out, having fun with everybody, getting drinks, getting food. Um, but but I, I, I would disagree with those people who would say they're not competitive. I think everybody is inherently a little competitive. And, and especially wanting to test what they know. There, there's, a, there's the fun aspect of getting a question that nobody else knows and being able to just uh, apply that knowledge to, to the team. And, and there's a good feeling with that. There's a thrill to trivia that that there's that I would say competitive people would seek out. So I understand that, you know, if I'm a group of people and there's some random question about political geography, 
you know what was the date of the uh berlin conference and i go 1870 or whatever mm-hmm. it actually wasn't 1870 it was 1888 but w- whatever go with me on this right? okay that i get a little frisson a little thrill go up my leg and i go look at me i'm so clever nobody else knew it was uh, hosted by bismarck in 1888 right right but what do you get out of it being a, a quiz master what type of person uh puts himself up as the as the arbiter of of all things knowledgeable um i i just have a a draw to knowledge i'd say like things that i just like to look up um research i I like finding out new things um coming up with questions that that don't stump people but they're able to pull from like putting clues into questions that they're able to grasp at and get um a, a type of Yes, or an educated guess towards, I'd say. Um, I don't want just to be questions that are just, you know it or you don't. I want there to be uh, an aspect to it that that a, a, a group of people should be able to come together and have an educated guess at that they can they can feel good about. And even if they don't know it, they can end up getting the right answer. So... Tell us about this process of actually how you then formulate a question. So let's say a relatively intelligent and informed group of people won't necessarily know the, the question, know the answer at the start, but can work the way to getting the answer. Right. Uh, so I look for common words, words that are, that are common through two different categories. So let me give you an example. Um, let, let's, give, let's give you a question. What term found mm-hmm. in golf? is also the last name of a character in a Broadway musical, Hamilton. So you, so you have two, two ways of getting at that. You can either know the sport of golf or you can know the Broadway musical, Hamilton. If you know both of those simultaneously, you can make that connection pretty instantly, I'd say. But the, you might have two people on a team. One guy's a sports guy. Another person has seen the Broadway musical, Hamilton. So they, you both start brainstorming w- w- terms from golf and names from Hamilton and eventually you have that eureka moment where where the one person says uh there's a character named Hercules Mulligan and then the golf person is says oh mulligan is a term in in golf and then they they both have that connection like okay that is the word that matches both categories and it overlaps for a character name and the term in golf so you you can come to a conclusion where two people come together that wouldn't have known the answer by themselves but then can work it out and get to an answer that they're both 100% confident in so you know what that that was fascinating I'm kind of more fascinated by the thought process than I am by the answer I'm definitely not fascinated by golf it's a dreadful <laughs> game for, for, old, for old men um, how did you fall into being a quiz host how did you fall into being a quiz host uh, so the the location that I host at now, I'd been going to for about a year or two, and the the bar itself ended up closing on Monday nights. They, they that was their their new weekend, and the host wasn't able to do any other nights of the week. So they moved trivia to Wednesdays, and and we're asking around to the regulars and seeing if anybody had interest in hosting. And it was it was something I had thought about doing originally or before that. But I wasn't sure how to get into it. I didn't. I didn't want to approach a bar and 
come at them and say, I've never hosted before, but I'd love to, to give it a shot. But this, this opportunity, they were looking for somebody new. I had been going to trivia for a long time. I'd been collecting questions from all the, all the quizzes I've gone to in the past. And so what do you mean collecting questions? Like in the way that people collect like trading cards or comics <laughs> or like, uh, yeah. yes, I had a bit of an I have a bit where, of a, where do you put your questions, you know, yeah, and how much a, are they worth? I have a bit of a, an obsession with collecting questions, I'd say. Um when I go to trivia nights, I take pictures of all the rounds right before I turn them in. So I've got I've got a list of answers there and I can recall what the questions were later that night or later that week and and what I end up doing is typing them all up into an Excel file. So I've got a what, long the answers file. that people have given the incorrect answers. No, the correct answers. I I, <laughs> I oh, make God. sure to either research <laughs> or back up my answers. Uh, so my Excel file is kind of interesting. It's got a you know column for question, column for answer, and then I've got column for a source, which is usually a Wikipedia link or an article that that backs up that that I can reference uh, where I got the question from, so I can remember which location. Are you some kind of rain man? Are you some kind of like savant <laughs> that doesn't go out much unless it's going to host uh, quiz nights? Are I wouldn't a, say oh, that. I, I go to nice trivia way. a lot. I go to trivia a lot, but I do have a lot of other hobbies. I'd say trivia is trivia is a main one, but I go out a lot. I don't. I don't. No, I don't just stay home and and research trivia. But but going sure? to trivia going to trivia is a great way of getting. Uh, content be honest is mm. wikipedia for you like porn <laughs> it is not like porn it it is something that you can get into quite the rabbit hole go going through though like connecting multiple links and seeing related facts and then going down quite the path of of you know then an hour goes by and, and you're like well how did i get to uh, 18th century art but but yes there there's there is Wikipedia is just such a great resource. It, it is it is incredible that it's free, or or with the donation they ask for donations every once in a while, but an incredibly free resource that everybody should take advantage of. Which famous Spanish artist um, is notable for uh, a painting of his execution of Spanish guerrillas at the hands of uh, French Napoleonic soldiers? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. That is quite a specific question. I don't think I've heard that. I'm one just responding to you talking this, about 18th century art. Is this something you have in your wheelhouse? The answer is Goya. But you Goya, said 18th okay. century art. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm an expert in every topic. I I, I would say I'm a. I, I don't have a a topic that I'm specifically an expert in, but I like to know a lot of things about a lot of topics so that I'm able to contribute or brainstorm ideas and get um, a jack-of-all-trades sense of knowledge and get people to the right answer, I'd say, is, is one of my aspects on the team. Um, and, but I don't and, is have... that, and is that really the strength of a good kind of quiz master, that you know a little bit about everything? I would say so, it, it, especially, but just by researching questions and coming up with questions, 50 questions every week gets me to, that enhances that, that jack of all trades aspect of it, of general knowledge, just, just by having to ask so many questions gets me there, I'd say. How important is the kind of the spread of the types of questions that you ask? Because I'm really narrow focused i know about history 
political geography and and then I know a little bit about contemporary music then after mm. that I'm lost I, I know little about science bits of the body uh flora and fauna as far as I'm concerned and whatever but you know history's always my, my wheelhouse so tell me about how you how you get to know your audience and the, you know the types of subject matters which are best kind of covered by a good quiz host Right. So there's just the general topics overall. You can do movies, science, geography, sports, history. Um, I, I've just got a list of a lot of ideas that I can fit categories into. And sometimes I'll, I'll go to that list of things and then brainstorm any, an idea based on those. Um, but but there's, there's unlimited categories. You can, you can ask questions in music, television, flags, uh, psychology. Oh, flags. Flags, yeah, right. yeah. Describe to me the flag of the country of the Seychelles. Uh, so it's it's rectangular. It's got diagonal lines going up to the right. It's multicolored rainbow. It's you know red, yellow, green, white, blue. Uh, you know, just a random island off off Smart Africa. Ass. All right, stop it. All right, <laughs> who was the colonial master of the Seychelles before it became independent? See, that's that's history. That's not that's not about the flag. Um, <laughs> But we've got on from that because you said, right, so it's a, a set of islands off the coast of Africa. So you knew, you know geographically where it is. I know where it is, yes. I don't know the history of it. I'd say my, my studying of flags or my, my, my interest in flags is limited to visual, uh, the picture of the flag and the name which the country is. Uh, I'm getting more into the geography aspect of where all these flags end up or where they're at. But but going into the history of who who the leaders are or or anything like that that that'll that'll stump me. Music uh-huh. music plays a big part of any any quiz. It does, it does. And you don't want and and some hosts rely on it more than others. Uh, they they reward more points than than I'd say. I I want it to be a you know for in my in my opinion I'd, I'd rather have music be. A third of the que- a third of the answers, uh, que- straight up trivia questions. A third of the answers, and then maybe a visual or picture round be a third of the answers. So you so you have a balance so that somebody who's uh, either not good at music won't won't be out of it completely, and somebody who's really good at music won't dominate that night just on music alone. But but music does play a big part in trivia. Uh, just in general, having music rounds specifically, and you have to guess title and artist or or year or many hosts do do it different ways. They play smaller clips and then ask for artist only or clips without the title in it, and you have to guess title and artist. There's there's a lot of ways of going about a trivia round for music, and then you can ask just trivia questions about music, about artists, which who's the lead singer of specific bands or things like that as well. Yeah. Jeff, so you have this encyclopedic knowledge of like stuff, trivia. Mm-hmm. And how long has the Billboard Hot 100 been in existence now? <laughs> you're, you're preparing a lot of questions that I, I've, I've, I, I don't know when that started. Uh, actually, um, I'd say it's 50s, be, or like, 60s, like, 50s or 60s. Yeah. I'd guess 60s. Okay, I, would, I, I don't know the answer. So I was just guessing it was like the mid 50s. You know, I'm thinking yeah. uh, there must have been a chart by the time Elvis Presley was doing his thing. So, okay, so we're talking mm-hmm. sixty odd years. You know, getting on for seventy, but whatever. 
right? Because right. that, that, that actually wasn't the question. <laughs> okay. but, what, but my point was, if you've got 70 years worth of music, popular music, to choose from, why have you gone for Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol as your piece of music? Yeah, that is my choice tonight. For us. Yeah, why? Uh, it came out when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's one that it's just, I, I like the idea or the theme behind it where you just slow down and spend that time with the one you love. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm partial to it because, uh, one, it's one that I know the lyrics to, I'd say, uh, it's, it's just it, one that when it comes on, I, I'll leave it on and play it. Normally, I don't do that. <laughs> Normally, I will guess title and artist, and as soon as I get that correct, I will skip to the next song. Uh, just mm-hmm. just trivia trivia knowledge and, and practicing my music audio rounds. But uh, yeah, this, one, this one's the uh, one I have a connection to, I'd say. It's really one I really like, enjoy. Well, to- Thank you. 
just lay here. Would you lie with me and just forget the world? That song gained a significant popularity in the US after being featured as the second season finale in what popular drama? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Boom! You nailed it. I awesome. gave you enough clues there, and and you got it. Well、yes. done, sir. Thank you. So you know when you've had a hard night down quiz mastering,、mm-hmm. and you're kind of cuddled up with the one that you love. Do you then just recite the lyrics of that? You know, instead of putting on a little bit of Barry White or something. <laughs> no, I. I I don't seek out specific songs. I will. I I am one that plays on shuffle, and guesses title and artist. So if if I'm in a music mood, I will. I have a playlist, a specific no, no, Spotify no. You're, playlist. You're in a Gucci mood. You're in a you know, a romantic mood. So what? You just have your music on shuffle, so I could just play like Motorhead or like <laughs> Death Leopard or what? kind of craziness, Jeff.、Uh, you know, set set the mood, sir. <laughs> I don't know if music is. I don't know. That's not usually my go-to for setting the mood. I don't know. I mean, music's not really my my forte. I, I'm not into music that much as as others are. Interesting. So you are some kind of rain man, then, aren't you? <laughs> you're, you're kind of you're kind of on on the spectrum. I know you watch a lot of movies. I do. And in the last few years, you've been aiming to watch how many movies per year? About a hundred. So,、uh, why? And and why would you even count them? So, what's that? Every every three days, you watch a film. Why? Um, interest in movies. I, I just enjoy watching movies. You get a, a lot of emotional、uh, aspects out of movies that you, that you wouldn't normally be able to to grasp onto.、Um, but but. Just in trivia in general, movies come up a lot. Movie trivia is is a big category that either knowing Oscar winners or knowing actors in specific movies or directors.、Uh, they'll you, a, a common theme is a tribond, which they'll name three actors and you have to name the movie. Or picture rounds come up and you have to name the year a specific movie came out. There there's a ton of trivia related to movies that that. Brings me interest in watching as many movies as I can to have more knowledge in in movie categories. So, what film won the first Oscar for best movie? Um, won best Oscar, best Oscar picture winner back in the. Well, that'd be yeah, back nineteen twenty-nine or so. You're hopeless. You're no good at this, are you? Nope, nope, nope. You're not, <laughs> not putting me on the spot for specific years and first. Nope, that's not. I, I will bring. What do you know? The answer to that one? You know, I don't. No, no, no. That was. Oh, that, you're that pulling, was just... pulling questions out. Okay. Yeah, because I'm because I'm trying to go off what you're saying. So I know the the so wasn't it the seventieth Oscars this. Yeah, so 1928 would have been. It, no, it, was, an, it, was, it would have been in the 90s. Sorry, the 90s. Sorry, so it would have been 1928. Was it was 1928 the year of the jazz singer, or was that 1929 at Al Jolson? That's, that's the first that speaky, one, isn't it? That's the first. Yeah, yeah. Audio in a in a in a movie.、Um, that one. That was that's a staple trivia question. 
exactly, but it's 28 or 29. I know. Anyway, so there's somebody furiously typing out on Wikipedia or just actually knows it, but it's, it's, it's one or the other. <laughs> the year that it came How out, yeah. Important... You're, you're, you're right on the money, 1927. Oh, well, I wasn't on the money. I was out by a year or, or two. Oh, did you say 28? I said 28. Yeah, yeah. it's 27. Ah, all right. Boo, boo to me. <laughs> so you like movies because mm. of the data, because of the the trivia, the information you can glean from them. Yes. Right? So I'm getting a sense, right, that everything that you do, you like to categorize it and put it on an Excel spreadsheet. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That is, that is, the last few years has been dedicated to, well, not dedicated to, but a, a lot of time has gone into remembering and, and going over trivia and, and going to trivia in general. But can you truly enjoy something just for the experience of it? Yes, there's, it ha- there's thrills and highs of trivia and, and then there's no, also lows. That's but... the whole point. That's the whole point. I'm saying, can you enjoy something anything in and of itself for itself or do you have to categorize it i mean i play soccer every week so i I, that doesn't help me at trivia at all soccer questions are the least asked question at trivia i would say i play soccer every week that's because you're in the wrong country but you've (laughs) answered the question for me again because you've brought it all the way back to trivia jeff i'm asking you about you (laughs) Uh, no, I mean, escape rooms is a hobby of mine. Um, mm-hmm. What are they? Uh, escape rooms, you, you get locked into a room for about an hour and you got to solve a bunch of puzzles and solve logic to get out. That, um, to me, sounds like it's going down the same path, right? So, all right. But there's nothing trivia related to it. Trivia doesn't help you in an escape room it's solve puzzles. a puzzle. It's quizzes. And you said that the best questions are actually the questions where you work it, you work out the answer. So your your analogy of the golf question, I thought, was was brilliant. And you said so. There are two people who one is maybe a golf fan, and then one was a I forget what the other thing was, and they can kind of come together and kind of you know brainstorm together. That's solving a puzzle, isn't it? Your the best questions are a puzzle, and you like to go to escape rooms, which is all about puzzling your way out of a room so i say to you sir i repeat can you enjoy something just for what it is which has got nothing to do with the world of quizzes and puzzles that's that's a good question um right now i i'm not coming up with anything no but 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 there are things i enjoy regardless of trivia that then can tie themselves back into it, but but like like board games. I, I mean, they're they're also strategy games and and logic games, I guess, as well. In that, what else? What else is something? Uh, All right, you like to play football. Let's not call it soccer. Okay, it's a, it's a spherical object, which is a ball, which is manipulated mainly by the foot. It's football. Right? Yes, yes, I can I can get on board with right. that. Okay. Do you think that maybe you need to emigrate, leave the United States, you can go somewhere to another country, any other country in the world, which has football as one of, as it's either major or one of its major sports? All right. So you can then ask some trivia questions about football. That would be nice. 
I would, I'd also go when if I if I went to another country, um, somewhere that spoke English because I don't have a second language. Uh, either, either, well, but that's it, the thing about football. It's it's kind of a universal language, right? You, you know, you can you yeah, you can just say Manchester United, <laughs> and people go, "Yes, you know, Manchester United playing red." Blah blah blah. Right, so, right. Yeah. To play it, you don't need the language, but to ask questions mm-hmm. about it or to answer questions about it, you definitely need to know the language. So going that's to another true. going to another country to play trivia or ask questions about soccer or football. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be that would be interesting. I would go to England for sure. That the I mean, pub trivia is that's where you know it started. I would say, but that that would that would allow me to ask more soccer que- or football questions, um, or or come across more to answer and and be able to use that knowledge because it's a knowledge that I don't get to use very often. I'd say, but yeah, I'd go to another country to to host and play trivia but it wouldn't be to be to have an advantage on soccer questions i mean i, I wouldn't say i they, they live and breathe it in other countries i would I don't know if i'd have a specific advantage in that category anymore here i have a, an advantage in it if it ever comes up every once in a while it comes up all right here's a question for you who did the u.s beat this is an easy low ball question for you who did the u.s beat in the 1950 world cup 1-0 causing the losing team's media to think that the scoreline was a misprint and that they'd won 10-1. Now, subsequently, I've read that that's actually a myth, but it's uh, in this country's media, whenever that 1-0 defeat to the United States is mentioned, they always bring up that myth. Interesting. Um, I mean, I know know England tied 1-1 and it was counted as a win for the United States. Um, ten, I never heard this ten zero thing. One zero. I mean, I'd, I'd still guess England. I'll guess England. Boom! Well done, <laughs> Bella Horizonte. You knocked us out of the World Cup. We sent a team of part-time footballers. It was the time when England. Oh, is, it, is this when the excuses? Seriously. Is this when the excuses come up? It's facts, sir. Facts, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what tips? What hints? do you have uh, what insights do you have for somebody who uh, wants to go along to a quiz night for the first time have fun go to have fun i mean you're not don't don't go with the intention of thinking you're going to win if you if you've never been before go with friends have fun have conversation i mean trivia brings up a lot of conversations that you can have things you never learn about somebody else um, the, the, the best part of trivia is going, having fun with friends. And then there's also trivia questions that you can impress your friends with at the same time. I'd say it's a win-win on that aspect. If you go to have fun, you won't be disappointed, but there'll also be the opportunity of victory or rewarding questions. But, but if you go specifically to win and, and you, and you don't do that, you're just, you're just, setting yourself up uh, setting yourself up for failure um you you'd be surprised what people remember even if you don't think you know a whole lot there are categories you you've just grown up with or lived your life around and and that tv show you are obsessed with might come up that night and nobody else has seen that show on your team and and you'd get to answer that question and that'd be the highlight of your week so 
I'd say go to have fun. Trivia is is the second second reason of going. If you, if you go to have fun, meet friends, you can even just join a random team. The trivia crowd or or group in general is is very friendly and accepting, and and it never hurts to have extra players on your team. So if you just go out, meet new people, ask to join a team. It, I do it every week. It's it's a blast to have fun, meet new people, talk to them for an hour or two, get to know what they know. They'll they'll teach you stuff. When questions come up that you didn't know and they got it right, they'll be able to tell you and teach you that about about that question or topic. I thought you were going to say it's a great place to go and have a, a drink um, with people or possibly meet a member of the same or the opposite sex that you might be sexually interested in. Are there a whole load of babies that come out, uh, that are born like nine months later after going to quiz nights? <laughs> That's something I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I don't, you know, I don't and have I, stats and I say on, this, on Jeff, trivia because... nine months later. <laughs> I say this, Jeff, because um, I'm, I remember once reading that art galleries were an ideal place to pick up somebody because everybody's defenses are down and you can legitimately ask somebody a question about the piece of art that they're looking at and it doesn't mean that you're hitting on them so so i'll put it to you sir that you know if you're in a a mood for romance and you don't want to join tinder or grinder or something for another you know going along and just joining a random uh pub team could be an ideal way of meeting your partner it could be. Yes, that is, that is definitely true. I mean, meetup.com has post trivia nights all around the cities and all across the country. I mean, I wouldn't go specifically with the idea to meet somebody, but no, I just I just say it could be like It a, could be. A, if you if you I join the right team and, and there's yeah, if you you guys had could have if if trivia is your similar interest is also another way to start conversation, but I wouldn't go specifically to look for a partner, but but it can happen. Yeah, if you join random teams and there's there's somebody else with your same thought process going out with friends having a fun night, might that's how they they get their friends to drag along to third third wheel for them. I guess I don't know. Yeah, there's there's multiple reasons why you could meet somebody at a trivia night. So just just before we go, uh, Jeff, um, tell us um, if somebody just wants to join a quiz night anywhere um, around the world, what's the best way of going to find out where there might be a great trivia quiz happening close by? Best way, go to Google, type in your city name and trivia night. Uh, you'll get a bunch of results of local articles that, that advertise local trivias. Uh, meetup.com, like I mentioned, you can just search trivia and, and it'll find trivia places within a few miles of you um there's there's a few websites like uh pub quiz index also lists a bunch of them um yeah i mean google is the best way to find out trivia in your city and and it'll it'll tell you which nights of the week and what starting time it's at and it's it's a blast it's a ton of fun going out to trivia nights and lastly which was the first Southern Hemisphere country to win a gold medal at the Winter Olympics. Interesting. Uh, Australia. Boom. Well done, sir. (laughs) Oh, no way. All right. Educated guess. Well, well, I've learned a lot, Jeff Carter, from... um, 
listening to what you said today and putting those little clues in 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 the title you yep. know in the question yep yep south american <laughs> eliminates a lot of countries for me so well there you go. It so uh, jeff carter thank you for coming on to friday no, thanks for having and, me and um sharing your love of trivia for being highly entertaining to speak to you sir yeah thank you thank you for having me on making useless knowledge useful you said that before that, that 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 was too neat, too pat. Well done. <laughs> I don't think no. I just I was having a conversation today about useless knowledge, and and somebody gave me an example of uh, somebody who had a ton of useless knowledge versus somebody mm-hmm. who had a ton of knowledge about pop music. Who who has the most useless knowledge in that scenario? The person who has a ton of useless knowledge in a in a random category, or somebody who has useless knowledge in a bunch of categories. So which which one has the most useless? Which one is the most useless? The one that has <laughs> the most knowledge about random useless knowledge or the one who has the most knowledge about a useless topic? You stumped me. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a heavily philosophical question wrapped up in the front end of it. It sounds like totally disposable. In, 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 my, in my opinion, I'd say, I'd say the person with the most useless knowledge in one topic is is the most but i mean it's it's just a different definition of most in that case but but i'd rather be the person who has the most useless knowledge in a, in a wide variety of categories because it's more likely to come up and and be useful there you go tying it back into the the original closed and i've gone quiet because that's a great end perfect Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This month's Agora Network featured podcast is American Biography, a podcast by Thomas Daly, which is dedicated to examining the lives of important and influential but less discussed Americans who played an integral, if underappreciated, role in the evolution of the United States. Now, Thomas is somebody who I'm somewhat in awe of. He has got a brain the size of a planet, and he's a rather clever and engaging speaker. So, if you want to delve into American history and don't just do the you know the big rock stars of it, your Roosevelts and your Lincolns and your Washingtons, um, I re- highly recommend this podcast. It's called American Biography. Go and find it on a podcatcher of your choice.
Kellistin is better known by his stage name, Cataranda. You're the one bounces and slinks along. It's modern and old school all at once. It has big beats, a driving bass, and a beautiful retro synth sound, providing a backdrop to Sid's wonderful voice. Feedback, feedback, give me feedback. If you want to email me, and possibly even get on the show, you can do that by emailing me at royfield at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter. Um, I'm not great on the platform, but I am at Royfield on Twitter. And of course, you can go all the way over to Facebook and you can find Friday 15 there. Oh, one last thing. It'd be awesome if you could write us a little bit of a review on iTunes or on a podcatcher of your choice. See you all again in seven days time on another Friday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.